Blog Talk Radio. How about No, 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 a little more humanity, please. Who's that on the racks again? A portrait of a crazy man. I try to make a living off an LP's worth of... A million old soldiers will fade away. But a dream goes on forever. Love unrequited robs me of me rest.
I'm getting very pumped up here, and so is the people in the chat room. You'd think they had not listened to these music, these tunes lately. Now you have. <laughs> yeah. I hate to do the short version. We've got, you know, the full songs, and we have a extended versions for the show, but, you know, we got to get to business, and we want to give everybody a taste of what you're going to see live. This Sunday in Akron, Ohio, Todd Rundgren, <laughs> for the first time ever, the Todd and Healing Albums. Yes, call that just a little appetizer. Yeah. Vegan, of course. Yes, everybody's getting fired up. I can see in the chat room talking about the bar in Akron and the bartenders and bartenderesses. D and Ben. Oh, yeah, I hope D's there. Yeah, was... D with the spiked hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was good. They were good. Lots of fun. They'll be loading up the liquor this year. I think everybody has voiced their complaints of whatever it is they didn't have that they wanted. <laughs> we rule Akron. I love it. Akron, get ready. Here we come. All right, so everybody, we got Prayer Prince calling in sometime tonight. He is at rehearsal somewhere in Ohio, a mystery place, perhaps Cleveland, perhaps Akron. He'll be calling in to discuss with us some of the artwork that was on the Healing album that, of course, he did. You know about it. So we'll uh-huh. uh, have that call. We also have an interview that Steve Skinner. Todd fan, Todd Stalker, Steve Skinner from WKDNK. I guess it's not really W, is it? It will be KDNK in Colorado that he did with Mr. Rungren. So if you've already heard it, you'll get to hear it again. If you haven't, it's new for you. It's about 10, 15 minutes. Always okay. good stuff from Mr. Skinner. Yes. That'll be fun. And we may have some other calls. And you're welcome to call if you like to discuss these albums, because Prairie's call should not be too long, for obvious reasons. He is busy, and the interview is not that long. Uh, we also have our friend from Facebook, Leslie, may be calling in to discuss a, what would we call that, a series of writings that she is doing concerning Mr. Rungard. Right. We are also reaching out to somebody who is involved in Todd being a professor. So why don't we dig into that conversation right now, Cruiser Mel? Tell everybody what's going on that has not read the Indie Star article about the future of Todd Rundgren's professorship in the state of Indiana. Well, it's interesting because it really doesn't say much about what he's going to be talking about. We can only assume it has something to do with music or the music business in some way. Apparently, October 28th in Bloomington, Indiana, at Indiana University, he's going to be a professor for the Wells Scholars there, and he's going to do a lecture. And then on Halloween, it's rumored that he might do a storyteller concert. Yes, yes. 
I think that's someone's birthday that's on this. We've got to appreciate Ken Owen for helping get us some articles in the Indie Star to help pimp the show, and of course this this deal that uh, I'm sure he's involved in this as well. So we had a little pickup in Indianapolis yesterday, which was very exciting for us. Yes, a nice pickup. Thank you very much, people. Yes. So there you go, Indianapolis. We've still got a long way to go. We've still got people we want there, so don't give up. Keep on pimping that show. We've got the fix opening up for them, as a matter of fact. We've got the fix opening up for the St. Louis show on September the 10th. We have the fix opening up for the Indianapolis show on September the 11th. Don't forget, the St. Louis show is at 7 p.m. now instead of 8. Indianapolis stays at 8 o'clock. Get prepared for a long evening on Saturday because it will be. But it'll yeah. be a good one. Yes, and listen, while we're talking about the fix, okay, listen up, Todd Heads. You know how you drive your friends crazy by talking Todd all the time? Well, now you can go to them and say, hey, dude, did you know the fix is coming to town? And there's some good ticket prices out there. Go check out this show on September 10th in St. Louis and the 11th in Indianapolis. And that might get them there, and they might actually end up falling in love with Todd. If they take uh, down after intermission. Uh, we'll have some Todd fans who end up falling in love with the Fix and vice versa. Fix fans fall in love with Todd. I think uh, both shows will be fantastic, so that'll be fun. And mm-hmm. we, if you didn't get to hear it Sunday, I know it was kind of an odd time. We don't normally do that. Sunday we had a show mainly because Cy is in France. France, however you would like to say it. France. Frenchies. Anyhow, we had a show with him on Sunday at 1 o'clock. It's in the archives. Apparently, according to Mark Colorossi. Colorossi? Colorossi. Either way, and James Van Wert, my friendly Facebook smartasses, (laughs) they said we sounded like we were in a can. i got to agree with them. I think we did. Yeah, there was some kind of audio problem going on, but I think that size sounds was was fine, so at least you get to listen to him, and he sounds like a normal human being. Yes, you can hear all of it. It was a good conversation, interesting cat. So there you go. Right. That's it. Especially if you're going to the show, you want to know a little bit about him. I think people really like him. It's good stuff. It is some really good music, and he's a big fan, big fan of Todd's. So um, just listen to the stuff. Give it a, a good, uh, you know, open ears. And you might hear some influence in there. There you go. Hey, you know, Cruz, I've been really busy because we're getting ready for this thing. And um, it's funny because we just waited and waited. Now it's here. I feel like I, I don't have enough time left. But for those of you who sent me photos for the photo galleries, I appreciate it because all of a sudden we're getting some. You know, with the Todd show, we had some new listeners, I think, when Todd was on. And I really appreciate it. And I will get those on. It takes a little time. It's not an easy thing uh, to put those up uh, as it should be. But I love doing it. It's just I can't do it right now. So don't worry. They'll be up there. If you send me photos and they're worthy of the galleries, which they all are, then I will put them on there as soon as I can. i got some really good old school ones from Lisa Poise. got a really good one for the um, Remind Me of Todd stuff The uh, from Mindy Lang that's Scream. we got some good stuff. we got one today of somebody with Chasm. And, uh, you know, speaking of photos and Chasm, Cruiser, the Chasm project we've discussed for several weeks has finally become yeah. available online. Yeah, it's finally up and about. Uh, you can get the deets at CassimSultan.com. But basically what you do is you, if you want to be on his CD cover, this will be his last proper CD that he is going to publish, 
And if you want to be on the cover as a pixel of that's going to make up a photo of his face, you need to submit your photo, but it has to be something that you've gotten permission to do from whoever took the photo. Uh, it uh, needs to be a photo of yourself or yourself with Cassim, and you can get on the CD cover, you get a copy of the CD, and you get entered for a chance to win a in-home performance in your living room for free, live. And all this for the price of $50 plus $10 shipping or $20 uh, if you're outside of the United States. It's 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 a pretty cool, cool deal. And um, get your info over at CassimSultan.com. $50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got the lack of honest work we've been talking about. You know, the new CD, the official launch date was last couple weeks ago, or last, last Tuesday, actually. And even though a lot of us already had it because we knew the secret to go get it, it's out there, and you can buy it on, you know, any site. Now, Amazon.com, Deep Discount is where we found it to be the best deal. So trying to remember why. Oh, I know why I brought that up. Because last week during the Sci Show, we did play the final song we were uh, given uh, from David, which was The Smell of Money. So listen to that show if you want to hear it. And that is the sampler they're going to do. Don't forget, ten songs from ten different shows. And all ten of these shows they will eventually are going to release as official bootlegs. And, man, I'm, whoo, they sounded good. You remember that. It wouldn't have made any difference. Uh, just blew everybody away. It's we might play that again tonight, as a matter of fact. I think that would be a keen idea, just in case somebody missed that show. Yeah, don't forget to sign up for their Facebook, too, if you're a Facebooker. Speaking of Facebook, tomorrow, what's the deal, Cruiser Mail? We almost made it. If it had been today, we're off by one day, we could have made a big show out of it. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully tomorrow the people on Facebook are going to make a big show out of it. Tomorrow, September 1st, is... I believe the second annual Todd Rundgren Appreciation Day. There you go. And uh, not that we don't appreciate him the other 364 days. However, this is the one day where it would be a really nice thing to post a picture of Todd or a picture of you with Todd as your profile pic and say something about Todd in your, what do they call that, a st status or something, you know, where you type what you're doing. Anyway, so let's all represent and make Todd feel good and let him know that we're thinking about him tomorrow. Yes. Perhaps he will see this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's not busy. But you never know. <clears throat> all right. Todd Runger, Appreciation oh. Day, September 1st, every year for the rest of our lives, folks. Yeah. And speaking of that Rundgren, let's move over to the female Rundgren, Miss Michelle. Ooh, I had a better segue, but I'm gonna let you have it. Okay, I'm sure you did, but uh, for some reason I'm just I'm watching the chat room and I'm getting really excited because everyone's getting so excited. Um, what what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say since we're talking about profile photos, Ed Vigor insisted that we all make the Todd Stock poster our profile photos. So mm -hmm. let's talk about the Todd Stock posters. But Michelle, you know. She's top priority. Let's go with the Michelle. We'll come back to Mr. Victor and his posters. Yeah, we need to show some love to Mrs. Rundgren. Uh, yeah. Oh, not only is she doing costumes, etc., for this tour, but she's got a gig of her own going out in California. 
called Artist Vortex. And you can find out information at artistvortex.com. And if you want to attend, you might get to see her husband do yet another guest lecture. Apparently, he's having a second career these days as a lecturer. Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you want to go uh, to to one of the lectures, you can enter the discount code RUNT, R-U-N-T, and you might get some kind of bonus action. I don't know yeah, what it would be. Two classes you get to go to both. Buy one, get one free kind of deal. And it's a lot uh, less expensive than the other uh, opportunity to be with Todd in Sacramento, but that's a different deal. We'll talk about that as well. As a matter of fact, we'll do that after we talk about the Todd Stock posters. Tell us all about it. All right, Mr. Victor from California, from New York. He's both. He's confused, young man. <laughs> He has these posters that Q put together, Quentin, our buddy, in Missouri. So it's kind of a Missouri, California, New York, Hawaii, and where everybody else with Todd Stock's from, combination-type poster. But it's got the Hawaii, our favorite trunken blue rooster, roosters all over the place over there, with a ukulele and the all-access pass around the neck, all that good stuff. So you can have that poster if you want, if you're one of the lucky 400 to get one, because that's all he made, and they'll be for sale at the Runger Radio Birthday Bash 3, which is in Akron, of course, at the City Center Hotel, September the 4th. Saturday if you're out of the loop on that for some reason, email me at Doug at RungerRadio.com, and I'll get you in the loop. But that poster is a rare thing with only 400 runs of it. And it's right, really and um, just an FYI, it is like the real size of real movie posters because it's a real movie, and it's gonna be ten bucks, ten bucks cash only at the bash. Wow! And you get a I gotta scoop. get a, we gotta get a frame then. I gotta figure out. Hopefully, they have one that we don't have to get custom made. <laughs> now I think that's a pretty standard size, actually. Yay! Big, but it's pretty standard. But anyway, bring your cash to the bash. Oh, I'm a poet. Uh, Ten bucks, and uh, he'll get you set up with a poster and a tube. Yes, keep this in mind as well. Ed is not going to personally handle the poster request. You can get one in Akron or not, and if you're not going to be there, you need to find a friend other than Ed to hook you up. Yes, that's the only place they're going to be for sale. Ed's too busy. He's got to party and get ready for this World premiere at a movie theater, if you don't know about that. It's in Muskegon, Ohio, at Cinema Carousel, and that is going to be a big event. And we still have a few tickets for that left at ticks.com. You can see this poster, by the way, on the homepage at rungumradio.com. You can see a trailer for the movie. And if you go to our events page, you can find out more information about how to get tickets to go to this party. Todd and Michelle will be at the movie. Todd and Michelle will be at the party. Yeah. Why would you, know, you miss all it? these emails and concerns about meet and greets with Ty. What about a meet and greet? Well, this is your meet and greet, and it's only $20. So there you go. You can meet Todd if you go to the movie and the party for sure. Matter of fact, we're going to have set out a deal, set up a deal where you can get photo with Todd and Michelle. And then just to help handle the photographer expenses, you can buy it for 5 bucks. download it, I think, from online is how we're going to do it. Keep it simple. So that'll yeah, be nice. and that's going to save... 
Todd from, you know, getting blinded by a whole bunch of flash bulbs. We don't necessarily want people <laughs> going up and requesting photos and everything. Let Todd enjoy the party, but get your photo taken at the beginning as you're walking in, and just we'll knock that out, and then Todd can party the rest of the time. Yeah, here's the deal on that, too. We're going to do it real fast. It's not That's not a social hour meet and greet. Just get your photo, get out of the way, then Todd can party the rest of the night with us. And Michelle, we're going to have a great backdrop for this photo. It's going to be really special. Everybody's going to be impressed. So do not talk during that photo except hello, move on. It will be really appreciated if you do that. And that way everybody gets a photo, and then we can start partying. And after that, you know, like Mel said, it's, since you got your photo, let's try not to, to ask for a bunch more and a bunch of other things. Let's let Todd have a good time. And that way he'll want to party with us more. Yeah. Just like we did at Todd Stock. Yeah. And while we're talking about this, this Todd Stock movie premiere, uh, we need to talk about the actual DVD, I suppose. Um, yeah. Yeah. Saturday night when you're at the bash with your cash purchasing your poster for $10, you can also put in a pre-order to get a copy of the DVD once we get to Muskegon. Okay? Pre-orders will be taken at the bash and at the Akron show, and we hope... We hope that there will be physical DVDs actually in Muskegon to be handed out to people and sold there. And if you're in Akron, I believe there's probably going to be a um, – you might have mentioned this already. I was reading the email. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mel. About the, uh, there'll be some pre-order or ordering forms probably at the merch counter in Akron if you're not going to Muskegon. Right. Right, exactly. Yeah. Video Tiki, Mr. Ed says DVDs can be bought with credit cards, so I guess he's going to have them. Awesome. Thank you. However, the posters are cash. Yes. And I'm not sure. Oh, the bar. The bar will be cash there at the bash as well. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know if Ed wants to be a sick or not, but if he did, too bad. (laughs) We're going to show you... The DVD cover at the Akron Birthday Bash. Whee! How about that? So you folks there will get to see this DVD cover. I'm sure it's badass. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Everybody will get to see it. We'll flash it on the screen real quick. <laughs> so be paying attention. Now, I don't think we left anything out, but Ed wants to call us. So what's up with that? There he is. There he, he is. doesn't think we just did a good job. Hopefully he's just going to kiss our asses now. I don't know. I don't know if we should even take his call. <laughs> we got more announcements. Matter of fact, I just got some scoop. What? You did? Yes. Chasm will be on Cleveland Television Wednesday morning on WKYC.com's Good Company Today show. This show yeah. will start at 10 a.m. Eastern time, but we're not sure when Chasm will be on. He's been on that show before. And they screwed up spelling his name this time. I don't know why they can't get it right, but um, it's a nice little morning show. So hopefully, hopefully someone will capture some some video for us and be able to put it online somewhere. Or I guess it might actually be on the TV station's website. Yeah. So check it out. Sweet. Chasm Sultan on television. I hope, now. hope he mentions these shows. He's a good. Ah, he's a very him. good pimp, though. That is, he did last year. You mentioned AWOTS for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what? We haven't really even talked. 
Man, we're doing Chasm wrong. What do you mean? Well, he's doing a gig, too, in Akron, Ohio. We haven't even brought it up. Damn, Skippy. How did we miss that? Come on. We need to yeah. get some people there, like last year. We, we got a, we're going to have a packed house again, so you, I wouldn't uh, mess around too much on those tickets because it's limited, of course, because of the room that we have. But Chasm's doing a beach party show, wearing beach clothing attire, if you don't mind. That's a suggestion, not a demand. So there you go. Chasm Beach Party at noon. Bring your lunch. <laughs> don't eat during the show. It's Unless be it's nice. Well, like you can you can munch on the celery stick from your Bloody Mary. Sure. I'm going to give a little secret out too. Um, there will be more than just a guitar on the stage. Oh, sweet. Or as instrumentation goes. How about that? Musical, uh, that is. Yeah, I'm going to act like I didn't know that. Oh, isn't that wonderful? Oh, you yeah, know. Speaking yeah, of 42, Ed, we'll, we'll take your calls. Just messing with you, Ed. I just want to make you have to wait because I can just see you jumping up and down right now and your hyperactivity going, he said something wrong and i got to straighten it out. <laughs> oh, All right, so we got did. merchandise at this party, by the way. i got two more things with this party. We've got – actually, we got three things with this party because the Todd store will have merchandise as well, I think, at this party. And if you're going to buy a shirt, buy it there because they don't have to pay a split with the venues. So it's a nice deal for um, Todd and Michelle and the Todd store, Reebok, who runs it, because uh, it's full, you know, full tilt. We don't charge them anything to sell at our party, <laughs> of course. So uh, you can get your shirt there. It does have Morristown on it now. It says and Morristown, if you haven't seen it. It's uh, been on Facebook. Some people have been showing it off. The shirt looks great. It's like a navy blue, royal blue kind of color. It's very with different. With on it. Yeah. So that'll be available. We'll have merch from last year available. We're going to have birthday bash shirts for dirt cheap. We've got to unload these things. They're cool colors, green, blue. I think we had pink last year. Three bucks or two for five. Bring some cash, people. You can walk away with a shirt even if you just want to wash your car with it. We've also got the AWOT shirts from last year, ten bucks, uh, Larger sizes that goes double XL and up, we will have for 15, and we'll have the posters from California and the posters from Akron for I don't remember, like 10 bucks maybe clearance sale basically. Be your last chance to get them, then we'll put them on Groupie Gear. We'll just get rid of them. Period. We'll just have to see, but uh, we'll have some of that for you. So throw money, throw money. <laughs> yes, and speaking of, uh, you know selling stuff at the bash. Uh, last year, several people brought some of their collectibles and displayed them or little jewels that they had made, and they were selling those. You're welcome to do that. We've got plenty of merchandise tables that we can uh, get from the hotel, and you can set up shop at the, you know, on the sides in the back of the room, and, uh, you know, maybe you'll make some money. Yeah, I think Bricker may have some Tadigas posters, a few of those. And maybe some of his uh, Rolling Stone stuff. You know, it's like a Todd, well, I guess for lack of a better term, it's like a Todd Fest West meeting or a Todd Fest meeting of some sort. Or the, um, I forgot what they called them back in the day with Utopia Times. But a get-together where all kind of things go on, different things happen, you can do. The project that you brought up, too, uh, Mark Wooden's kind of heading that up this year as far as an auction goes. We want to auction off the tables, table items to raise money for the scholarship fund. So 
if you're doing that one of those items and you don't mind giving it up, you know, let Mark know, let me know, whatever. We'll get that organized. If you don't want to give it up, that's fine. Uh, you can keep it. But if you want to contribute it and people can bid on it to help out with this fantasy scholarship, then cool. So what is the fantasy scholarship? What are these tabletops for people who don't know what I'm talking about? Each song from the albums will be represented on the tabletop display. Uh, there will be a tabletop display for each song represented. Let's see. Something like that. Am I getting that right? Anyway, the Todd album, for example, Drunken Blue Rooster, somebody... Pick that, and we'll be bringing something that represents a drunken blue rooster. Probably a drunk blue rooster. Yep. I would assume. Yes. So there you go. Stuff like that. Some of it will be creative and crazy, and we had some great stuff like this last year. So it may be some stuff that people won't. So Mark is heading up uh, auction on this deal. Yep. Now, that was Mark Wooden. Mark Wooden, yeah. So he'll be there. He's in charge. You can come in. It's between, what do we decide for the time cruiser mail? It's uh, 5 to 6 or 5 to 6. From 5 to 6, somebody will be there to let you in to put your stuff on display if you want, or you can just bring it at 7. It's up to you. Yeah. We had some great ones last year. I mean, we really have some creative people out there in Toddland, and, you know, like the Onion Head, Onion Head song last year yeah. had all these Onion Heads up on, like, sticks or something with band members' faces on them. It was, I mean, very clever. Yeah, very. I think that was Mary Mack. We had the Sydney Mills, of course, the International Field, big map with people's pictures on it. We had the, I loved Warwise street sign that had one street, you know, it was a cross section. You had the Shit Hits the Fan and Sunset Boulevard. That was cool. Yes. <laughs> uh, lots of good so, stuff. So we we are going to have stuff there this time. And um, this auction you just sort of went over it pretty quickly that it's going to um, fund, throw throw a little bit more money into the fund, the scholarship fund, so for the My Record Fantasy Camp. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Let's update people so we can get Ed chomping at the bit even more. He's over there. <laughs> he's going crazy, circling the room. He's in, a, in a frenzy. Doug and Mel, let me in. Wow. <laughs> Somebody wants you to do your vampire voice again, so tell him he can't come in in the vampire voice. You can't come in yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more Count Chocula. Sorry. <laughs> Mail the cereal saleswoman. All right. This this scholarship fund is doing pretty good. You know, it's it's a big. It was a tall order because it was five thousand. But we, I haven't updated it lately, but we're up there. We we've got at least a day, and we're gonna try to get a full deal still. And so you can still vote $5 per person. If you go to our website and go to the events page, you'll find what I'm talking about. Todd is going to do a fantasy camp where musicians and non-musicians, whoever wants to participate for three days, will watch him and participate in his making of an album. And we want to send somebody there to represent us and somebody there, you know, that's uh, a musician. So we have, I think, 16 candidates on our website. You can read about them on the website. And you can cast a vote, it's five bucks a vote, and the vote just increases their odds because we will have a uh, – every time they get a vote, we'll put their name into the pile, and then we're going to draw the name out of a hat of the winner. So they could have one vote, they could have 100 votes, they still got a chance, but odds are best for people who get more votes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. We're going to do that at the Akron party, and – it's going to be fun, and I hope whoever wins is there so we can see the look on their face. If not, we know they'll still be excited. 
because that's a pretty big deal. We've got some really great candidates there that you can read about on the rungrenradio.com website. And and uh, we had a show a few weeks ago where they they got to play a little bit of a song or make their stump speech or whatever. So check it out and send somebody to camp. Send, send a poor little child to camp, please. Whoa. <laughs> you know what we have in Sacramento, California. All right. We got a couple more things that we'll, we'll bring on Mr. Vigdor. Yep. Uh, we didn't mention the pay-per-view yet. That's what I said. A couple more things. Let's go. That's one of them. That's true. It's pay-per-view, webcast, whatever you want to call it. That is going to be ToddHealingShow.com. If you want to purchase this for 19.95, throw money. Well, yeah, we just got it going on with throwing money. And Chris Anderson, our buddy's doing that, of course, the one who did the webcast for AWOTS last year. Last year you got C4. This year it's a one-shot deal. It's the Keswick Show in Glenside, Pennsylvania, near Philadelphia. And it'll be a great one. That'll be the fifth of six shows. So you know the band's going to be tight. That's a great theater. They love Todd. The Philadelphia loves Todd. Todd's from that area. It's going to be a really good pay-per-view. And what else do you get, Cruz Mel, for your 20 bucks other than the concert, which should be plenty? What else is Chris going to give people? Well, Chris is, is not one to disappoint. He is going to have some bonus footage, perhaps during the intermission between the two albums. Or maybe it's going to be at the beginning of the pay-per-view. I, I don't really know where he's going to put it. But he is going to have a cameraman on site at the Todd Stock movie premiere party. And maybe at the movie premiere, I don't know. But anyway, so you get to see some of the stuff that, that will have gone on at that party. As well as some segments from the Roy Firestone interview, which will be the night before. So I guess Chris is going to be... Up all night. Up all night. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Roy Firestone interview is going to go down in history as a big deal. Be there if you can. Still tickets available on our ticks.com site. I'm telling you, I've talked to Roy. We've mentioned it to Todd on the show. He discussed it a little bit. It's going to be something else. You only get to see a little bit on that webcast. You want to see the whole thing live with only a few hundred people. We're talking less than 300 people at this deal can be uh, witness this. Roy Firestone interviewing Todd Rugger. And Roy, of course, is a seven-time Emmy Award-winning interviewer. I saw him just this, this past weekend. They ran Jerry Maguire one day on PBS or something about 15 times, and I must have seen him about 12 of those times. <laughs> Somebody saw him on Everybody Loves Raymond, one of the shows uh, they oh, did. Oh, yeah? Roy was on there. So do Roy a favor, and if you see him and meet him, which you will, don't ask him if he's going to make Todd cry, because I'm sure that joke is about as stale as people singing, let's see, what's a song with a, a girl's name in it, you know? If your name's Lola, and people go, Lola, Lola, you know, that's stale, old. Cut the guy a break. Yeah, yeah. You'll find out if you go to the show. <laughs> You'll know if yeah. Todd's going to cry or not if you're there. It's going to be a very special evening, so you can get tickets at ticks.com. But once again, just like the Todd Stock movie premiere, it is a set-sized room. It's a movie theater. So 
Once we sell out, it is sold out, period. Yep. I sent the tickets out the door. If you didn't do will call, they're on the way, except for I had to stop that at some point because I was worried about it. So there's been a few purchases since then. So you would have noticed that will call was your only option. So don't panic. We got them numbered. You know, if something were to happen, we can figure out who bought what. But we would like you to bring them. Uh, that's why we did them. And also, you can keep it as a souvenir item. We will not be tearing those or anything. We're just going to put a mark on the back. And that's it. They're really sharp looking. Did a good mm-hmm. job. Arnett Design did that for us. Speaking of, wait until you people see the uh-huh. laminate for the party. You're going to be blown away. They're badass. It so, is. Badass. Am I right, Cruiser Mel? Uh, yes, you're right. You are correct. It's going to be something that, um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's an unusual laminate. Yes. Unusual compared to most of the laminates that you've gotten at your other Run Run Radio bashes. Sure. Okay, now, last but not least, and then we're going to take a call from Ed Bigger, who's on the West Coast. We get lots of emails and responses and posts from West Coasters. Todd, West Coast. When's he coming? Is he coming? La, 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 la. Todd will be in Vegas, December the 11th. If you do not know about this, that is a Saturday, which for us has been bad luck, but maybe for the West Coast won't be because, you know, you can travel. I'm thinking about actually going to that show. Todd Rungers Johnson, I would love to go to Vegas when it's freezing here in Alabama. Yeah. Head over to the West Coast. And, you know, I loved Vegas when we went for the first birthday bash. I thought it was fun. And uh, this is uh, going to be... A fun show, I'm sure, and they've got VIP booths you can get for only 50 bucks a head, and that includes a bottle of liquor. Or you can pay 20 bucks, I think, 20 25 something like that, and just go in as a non-VIP, I guess, and not have a booth and a bottle of liquor. So that's pretty good pricing for the Todd Runger Johnson, especially because most of those tickets were 40 40 and up. In some cases, it's higher than 60 and it's, you know, I don't know if he's going to do any other gigs around there. Everybody wants to know, but we're not in the loop on that. And that all depends on promoters and venues and whether or not they decide to book him or not. Right. And it's a Johnson gig, by the way. Yes, which is what he'll be doing, of course, in Japan, New Zealand, Australia. All that information is on our tour page. It's uh, com on the Todd on Tour page. You can also get that information everywhere. There are Todd sites, such as TR Connection, Rungren Site Toddies. MySpace, the Todd page there, ToddFan.com, you name it. Just If you want to know Todd on tour, don't go to Ticketmaster. That's not your only source because you can't even get tickets to the Vegas show on Ticketmaster. you got to get them at the casino site. This is casino. Uh, it's related to the one that did the Todd Arena show. Um, no, not the Arena show. The Sergeant Peppers before we did the birthday bash. Oh, it is. Station Casinos, right? Um, well, now, he played at a Station Casino for, I think, an arena show. Oh, I could be wrong, uh, but it was, well, it was nasty. <laughs> but this is a real fancy place. Or maybe it was for the Tube Show. We went out there for something. To yeah, the I don't remember, but it is, it's out of town. It's I, definitely yeah, I remember it was uh, where the Bill Jacks saw Bo Bice. <laughs> and, and without his hair. Yes, apparently Bo Bice was wearing a wig. Isn't that funny? We don't want to start rumors. We we didn't see it. That's according to the Bill Jacks from Mississippi. <laughs> if you Bo Bice fans are listening, you can call. 
Bo, if you're listening, don't go off on us now. We're just, you know, we're just reporting information. That's what we do here. Bo, it's coming. It's coming from an Alabaman, so you got to at least give Doug a little credit there. Bo, that's right. He's my neighbor. <laughs> Lives yeah. over here somewhere. Used to hang out at a bar that's about five miles from my house. Ragtime, it's called. It's a bar restaurant. Good stuff, by the way. Okay. So I think that's uh, exhausting. I think. That's oh, you know what? Yeah. One more thing. Sorry, Ed. Um, the bash is going to be web streamed. Saturday. Ooh, so glad you brought that up. Yes, Our friend thanks. MJ Adams. Yeah, MJ and Dan, thank you very much. It's going to be yeah. webcast free of charge. We'll have a chat room, I believe. And, you know, of course, we'd much rather you be at the bash. But if you cannot, then you will be able to watch what's going on, see the craziness. And uh, what do you happen to know? It's ustream.tv slash, is it T-R-A Watts? Is that what the... A TV and then T-R-A Watts, I think. Well, let's see. Something like that. I'll put the link on the website on the... Let's see, what page would that be? Events page, maybe. Ah, hmm, 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 hmm. Uh, yeah, we'll put it there. Okay. So you can go to the events page and look up the Todd Healing Concert events, and we'll have it there somewhere. You can find it and watch it. It'll be fun. Yeah, and, you know, you get to hear people and what they're how excited they are about the show. I, I mean, uh, it's kind of sad if you can't be there, but, you know, it it, it can be a little contagious and might make you yeah. want to at least put your, your records on the record player and listen afterwards. Yeah, EJ says put the banner up. I don't know if I've seen that, but I will. Ustream.tv is the website, but then I think it's slash T-R-A Watts. So there you go. In case I don't get to it, now you know. Mm-hmm. And... There's live chat going on during that where you can actually, you know, have chats with everybody. I think it's like a, a running chat deal. Lots of fun stuff, and it's going to be new and improved this year. They have um, done their homework, and Dan's been using it actually in his real job, so he's got this thing mastered, so it'll be pretty sharp. Excellent. Thank you, Dan and MJ. All right, so here we go. i got one more thing. <laughs> Sorry, Ed. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like making Ed. He's just jumping out of his shoes. You just know he is. He's yes. Gonna, he's going to, when we say hello, he's going to go <laughs> for about 15 minutes before we get a word in. <laughs> Love you, Ed. Just messing with you. All right. Philadelphia, we mentioned this Glenside gig. We're less than 300 tickets away from selling out. We think that's going to happen. We want to give Todd the homecoming he deserves in Philadelphia, and we want to sell that show out. So... I think it was today, if not tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're running a sale there for the remaining seats. They're uh, on the side and the back, but every seat in Keswick is supposed to be good. There's no balcony. This is a floor seat. So we're doing a working man discount up until Labor Day for 20 bucks off. So if you've been on the fence or it's money's the issue, here's your chance to go save a couple bucks and tell people about it and get them there so we can sell this thing out. We are excited about it. Now, they're going to announce this, too. They're going to announce this sale to their patrons, so we may end up selling out tomorrow, but we'll definitely sell some tickets, so get ready. It is going to be a packed show the way it ought to be, and that's for the webcast, too. You get to be on, you know, part of the webcast. Yeah. All right. 
All right. Well, should we should we take the call or not? Ed, you got your time, buddy. I want. Well, there you go, Mr. Victor. What do you got for us? What do we leave out? Oh, hello. What? <laughs> Is this Rugman Radio? Uh, no. <laughs> Dominoes. How can I help? This is What's the Zodiac show. We're discussing Scorpio. Yes. Uh, no, I, I just just a couple of things is the the DVDs are are being sold through the Todd store. That's why you know the merchandising people, whatever Michelle's got squared away, will be taking care of all of that stuff. The posters, you know, are something I'm doing that it just when I was looking into printing them, it, it just made kind of sense to print a whole bunch of them. Um, and you know I'm I'm doing them inexpensively because I know the the difficult economic times everybody is in, and I just want to you know have people have an opportunity to have one because I'm really proud of the the work that uh, Quentin did on them, and um, it's uh, and Jay I can't believe you told me I sound like Chasm I'm going to kill you, um, and I, I just Quentin did a really magnificent job on them and I'm really really proud of it. And I, I just want to have as many people have an opportunity to have one to take home with them and, and remember, you know, this this uh, this you know movie and, and things like that. That who knows, it might be the only feature film that's ever produced for Todd, you know, ever. So um, now there is there is one thing I haven't discussed with Michelle or Todd yet. Depending on Todd's mood that afternoon, I might see if I can get him to sign uh, a, a number of them. Um, which would probably be a little bit more expensive because I'll have to take care of Todd. Um, but, um, you know, if that happens, there will be some of those there, and we'll, we'll just see how that plays out um, when, um, you know, when uh, that afternoon in, in Akron. Yeah, so, good idea. That's great. the deal. So the, the other thing is with the DVDs is this is more of a production thing in getting them ready because we wanted to have DVDs available as quickly as possible. Um we're we're only going to take pre-orders in Akron because I don't want anybody to see the movie until it's premiered. It's sort of a Hollywood thing. Um, and so we'll take pre-orders. People who did buy them in Akron uh, at the Run Run Bash will get them a little less expensive than if they buy them at the shows. We want to give them a little discount. And if we uh, physically have the discs available in Michigan, However, Michelle's going to work it out. If you've got your receipt or whatever, you'll be able to pick up your copy in Michigan and, and take it with you. Um, cool. we're, also produ- we're also planning on producing Blu-rays uh, because this movie was edited all in high def. Those we are only doing um, pre-orders only throughout the whole tour um, simply because we just have no way of gauging how many people are going to want to have Blu-ray and stuff like that. Personally, I don't have a Blu-ray player. I will probably go out and buy one so I can watch my movie in Blu-ray in HD with the full 5.1 surround mix on it. Um, so if you have that capability in your house and you can be a little bit more patient and wait to buy the Blu-ray or buy one of both, I don't care, um, then hey, Ed. You know, wait for the Blu-rays. Ed. Yeah. I, this just kind of popped in my head. Will... You know, if you if you don't go to any of these shows physically, mm-hmm. how will you be able to order these? Will it be through the Todd store? I, I would suspect so. I, I mean, uh, Michelle and I haven't had that conversation, but that makes the most sense. Uh, I'm actually um, 
talking to to some people that I work with at MGM, or I will once I get back from the trip, uh, about you know potentially other distribution outlets and things like that. But yeah, more than likely they'll be on the Todd Store uh, uh, website. You'll be able to get them there. Um, once we figure that out, we'll, we'll get that word out to people and stuff like that. And um, you know, and then on a personal note, um, to you know, to you and and Doug, I just really want to thank you guys for putting this whole thing together for uh, for everybody, for me. Um, you know, it, it has been a labor of love, and uh, I know that next Tuesday night is going to be one of the most special nights of my life. It is certainly going to be the highlight of 2010 for me, um, and I, I just really want to thank you guys publicly um, for, for for making the effort to make this thing happen and, and putting this all together because um, it, it, it's really great and it's really special, and I, I really love you guys for doing it. Are we going to have to get big giant spatulas to scrape you off the ceiling Tuesday? No, actually, I was thinking this afternoon because I was I was actually sitting in my office watching a test render and started falling asleep during it because I've been you know watching this thing for the last two years. So I'm probably going to be quite relaxed and stuff like that. <laughs> I think it's I think it's all the other people in the audience, you know, like Lois, who will probably be, need to be pulled off the uh, ceiling of the theater uh, by the time the movie ends. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we appreciate it, especially after keeping you on hold. We figure you were mad at us now, but now it's all good. We uh, we appreciate you doing in the movie and bringing it, letting us see it on a big movie screen. I think it's going to be a this, uh, part of it that makes it special, seeing it on the big screen and seeing it with Todd and Michelle. And I think uh, people yeah. are going to need Kleenexes, is what I think. I think you picked oh. some music there that's going to yeah have an emotional impact. Plus, of course, the story, which I'm dying to see how you got 90 minutes of the story on this movie, but you know, we know it took a while to get it done, but that's you know that's what you did as a labor of love, like you said, for, for uh, you know no revenue, and it's worth the wait, man. We can't well, wait. Well, you know, Todd said it really well, and I'm not going to quote him because I can't quite remember, but but Todd said it really well last week when he was on the show, um, and um, it, it, it was done. I mean, when I went to Todd Stock, I, I was joking with Michelle about how much I am not like planning on editing this movie. Uh, and then kind of got drawn into it, and I'm, I'm glad I did because it was a great creative experience for me and um, and just really enjoyed doing it. And my satisfaction is really going to come from, you know, watching everybody see the movie and, and enjoy the movie and uh, at least hopefully enjoy the movie and, um, you know, just get off on it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty confident that everybody's going to really like it. And, um, you know, it, it'll be one of those... Uh, those things that everybody will have in their archives, I hope. I don't have a party and give you feedback. Yeah, and I think I think you and Bill Chapman better have some aspirin ready for the next morning because I think there's going to be a lot of people buying you guys Todd Tina. <laughs> no. Well, i got to tell you, Bill has, you know, been the guy behind the scenes. Um, you know, he, he literally took six or seven months uh, when we started collecting up the footage to just unravel this big knot. Of, of video resolutions and aspect ratios and frame rates and all of this technical stuff that that went into giving me the ability to even start cutting it. And I know for the last week or two, you know, um, he's been, you know, dealing with getting, you know, down to all of this technical jargon I can get into. I won't bore everybody with it, but, you know, on a shot-by-shot level for a 90-minute movie, which I believe has about – 13 or 1400 edits in it um, to make sure everything looks really, really right. 
and, and Doug, as for seeing it on the big screen, I, I had, you know, when I was mixing it, uh, a friend of mine, Pedro, uh, volunteered to mix this on his soundstage up at Universal uh, Studios, where they actually mix full feature films. Wait. And it wasn't even the, the full-res picture. It was a low-res picture. But seeing it projected up onto a 35-foot screen was absolutely <laughs> mind-blowing yeah. for oh. me. And... Oh. Um, it's it's you know and then when you see it with all the color correction into it and you know full resolution it, it's it's going to look really sweet and and I just hope everybody um, just you know goes nuts and enjoys it and stuff like that. Yeah, then we're gonna, then we're going to be watching on TV. It won't be the same, but we'll still love it. I'm sure. <laughs> no, really I mean it's still it's still powerful cool. on on watching it on the TV. But the 300 or so people that are going to be in that theater that night are going to have that unique experience. And I am actually. You know, looking into, and we'll do so more so when I get back from the trip, seeing about planning on, you know, trying to do some select screenings around the country, getting into some fests and things like that. So, you know, maybe it won't be the only opportunity to see it on a big screen, but right now it is the only opportunity to see it on a big screen. Guaranteed opportunity. You know, it's the only opportunity to see it with Todd for the first time, too. But That's true. You know, if I can barely see, watch congratulations on this release because it's, the uh, you're going to be the only Todd Rundgren DVD that comes out in 2010, despite the fact that we all thought there would be a minimum of three. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, these things take time. Even AWOTS, you know, I mean, a year a, a year later, yep. they, they, they take time, and you know, and that's a concert. And I know Todd's, you know, working on putting together a special package, so he's like picking the best and stuff like that. You know, while he's doing other things. Um, and it takes time, and, and that's this big thing with, you know, when you're cutting a documentary that this is, there's no script to follow. It's the story kind of has to develop as it goes, and, and it goes through, you know, every scene in the movie has gone through probably at least a dozen revisions just to get that scene right. And then when you start putting together the whole movie, then, I mean, I'm up to version 13 of the entire movie of changing things and reworking things and, and, and trying to get things going and making the, the flow right and stuff like that. And when I watched it yesterday, I was going, oh, God, wow, I would love to change that. But, you know, at some point you just got to let it go, and you can't keep changing things, and you just got to go, okay, time's up. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm really proud of it, and, uh, you know, uh, the, the the happiness I'm going to get is, is, is seeing the look on everybody's faces and the uh, – Mascara running down all the girls' faces, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> after the movie and stuff like that. Waterproof mascara, people. I think so. I think so. So, uh, anyway, I'm going to let you go. I know you got a packed show. Um, thanks again for doing all of this. It's really, it's really touching to me, and I really, really appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you guys in a couple of days in Akron, and we'll party up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Two days. That's true. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. All right. See you. Peace out, Ed. Aloha. You can you can dress up uh, like a red carpet, or you can dress up Hawaiian if you want. Oh no, we should we should be going. We should be definitely thinking Hollywood Oscar premiere night. Absolutely. Yep. Go Everybody nuts. Dress up if you want. I'm there you go. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bro. Ooh, well, I'm going to be dressy Hawaiian. It's too late to change my cost, my uh, you know clothing for that night. Well, that's what we said, dressy or Hawaiian. Or you could be both. I'm going to be both. Perfect. That's right. Even better. So we've got um, a video, speaking of, that we talked about. But just in case you're new to the show or haven't seen this thing, 
you need to go to YouTube and put in there Todd Rundgren Lego and check out the Dream Goes On Forever, the latest video. Oh, yeah. Is done. He's not a kid anymore. He's actually going to college now. But uh, it's really cool to help promote the shows. We we got him to do that for us. It was very nice of him, and uh, we're excited about it. So definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it. Cruiser Mail, it looks like uh, the good news is, I guess I would call it good news, is that Prairie's still rehearsing. That means they care, and they're trying to get this thing you know, down pat. Right. So right. while we play the Todd interview, because people are probably tired of hearing from us. Sounds keen to me. And we'll have, this is Steve Skinner, KDNK, online radio, and they do radio, I think, on air, too, in Colorado. So it's a real radio station, believe it or not. <laughs> Unlike, Unlike our fake radio yeah. station here. <laughs> exactly. And uh, this is his interview with Todd. It starts out kind of funny because, for whatever reason, he didn't mute himself when he's clearing his throat and everything. I left that part because I think it's funny. So here we go. Steve Skinner interviewing Mr. Rundgren. This will be about 10, 15 minutes, I think. And then Prairie should be calling in sometime tonight. We'll be talking to him, too. Here we go. Enjoy. Hello. Hello. I love you. Okay. afternoon. Is Todd there? That's me. Hey, Todd. It's Steve Skinner calling. How are you doing? Hi, Steve. How's it going? Great. Great. Are you in Hawaii? Yes, I am. Oh, excellent. How's that going? Pretty good, although uh, in a day I'm gone. Right. That's a hard place to leave. I had to do that once myself. <laughs> I had to get here first. So. That wasn't easy. Um, so you got a few minutes we can talk about the upcoming shows? Certainly. Okay. So you're going to Akron. Your fans are, have propelled you back into a six-show micro-tour starting Sunday, September 5th in Akron at the Civic Auditorium where you're going to perform two of your albums, 19, 1981's Healing and 1974's Double LP called Todd. That's correct. And uh, that's right around the corner. How's that coming together? Well, as you can see, I'm still in Hawaii here, so... Um We've been doing all of our preparation more or less remotely. The band has been getting their assignments, and I've been producing uh, special mixes for them as well as preparing bits of sound that we use in the show. Um, and then we start uh, rehearsals this coming Sunday. So that will be seven days of rehearsal uh, for us before we do the first show. Um some of this material, not a lot of it, has been performed before in other contexts. Mm-hmm. So that's a you know that's a slim advantage. <laughs> so we played some of it before, but um, I would say the vast majority of it has uh, has not been performed before. Is either of these albums easier to perform live than the other? Uh, or more fun, or any of that? Well, we have no idea yet. (laughs) That's right. You haven't tried it yet. We haven't done it yet. The premiere is in Akron, and that's when all those kinds of questions will be answered. Mm. Uh, I can say from experience of the the Wizard show that it was uh, 
for the first show for me was yes a revelation <laughs> in a lot of ways, but uh, so hectic from the standpoint of what my requirements were that I had um, a difficult time grasping you know what all was going on. Um, I was in front of the stage and behind the stage, in front of the stage, behind the stage, changing clothes all the time. There was videos running. Yeah, this particular show won't be like that. Uh, it'll be a, it'll still be a production, but it'll be a different kind of production. Um, and as far as the uh, so-called enjoyment level, yeah, that's the hardest thing to sort of judge. I think that as time go as time went on when we were performing the last show, it would get to be a little bit more um, people could get a little bit more relaxed about it. The first show you you know even though we do full dress rehearsals and run through the entire thing it's you don't know what you don't know until you have until you discover it in front of a live audience. You know. <laughs> Then you know. Oh God, I thought I remembered that. Oh, my mic in my spacesuit echoed. Yeah, something yeah. like that. You know, there was just a lot of. There was a vast number of details in the last show that we didn't really focus on until <laughs> suddenly we were screwing up in front of everybody. So we hope not to have to uh, deal with too much of that and focus principally on the music. Generally, it's going to be. Uh, since you know, since it's principally the same band minus one keyboard player, I think that it will probably be easier than it was the last time because we've done one of these already. Mm -hmm. I was wondering. I think you alluded to the fact that you hadn't, but did you tour behind the Todd album uh, well, specifically I during the Todd album? And much of it got played, but much of it didn't. A lot of it was electronic style studio experimentation. And we didn't have the wherewithal to move that into the live, into a live venue. I mean, we could have just played a tape, I suppose. But uh, but then there wouldn't have been much for me to do since they're kind of like instrumental songs. Um, uh, yet we're going to reproduce most of them. As a matter of fact, we're doing the entire. We're doing the entire Todd album minus one thing, which essentially was all machines. Uh -huh. And, you know, maybe we'll play that in the intermission. I don't know. But, uh, and then we're doing uh, the entirety of the Healing album, including the bonus single that was inside Time the original Heal. release. Time Heal. Time Heals and Tiny Demons. Right on a 45. Yep. <laughs> You were always going for the experimentation and exploration there, and I was, I was thinking about the packaging on the Todd album. It's just absolutely outrageous. You look at the cover picture. I don't know if you've ever explained the cover picture before, but uh, I've always been curious about that cover picture, man. That is a compelling picture. Um, let me see. Let me try and remember. I think you're thinking of Wizard of True Star. No, I'm talking about the Todd album. That's just a photograph. I right? know. I know. But I it's, have no uh, idea. I was just sitting there, took a bunch of photographs, and I picked one out. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> I, there was no hidden meaning or anything. Although I think uh, Paul Fishkin, who was the you know who was running Barisol Records at the time, seemed to think that there was some Im implication in the uh, in the photograph. In the look in the eye. 
Yeah, and the look in my eyes, you know, but I don't know. Maybe I was on drugs at the time. Mm. <laughs> Wouldn't guess that. I, you know, I, I, won't, uh, I won't make any faint protestations like Ron Paul or something like that. Right. Like Rand Paul. Psychedelic rock star comes to mind when I look at that picture. Well, it was the, uh, I had essentially by then gone over the edge and was doing my whole head in colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, something, anything was uh, just little sort of wisps of color. It was a fad that was going around England at the time, and I kind of was the first one to do it in the U.S. And it just kind of got carried away, kept doing more and more of the hair. So <laughs> it was all... That was pretty groundbreaking, too, at the time, I would say. What, what about the poster on the inside? I know that had that was tied in with the Wizard of Two Star album. Yeah, well, there were a couple of... Uh, uh, inserts in the uh, in the Wizard album. There was a, a a thing that looked like a Band-Aid that had a poem by Patti Smith on it. And then there was also the postcard which said, if you send back this postcard, we'll put you on the in the package in the next release. And this was actually Albert Grossman's idea. Albert Grossman was the owner of Bearsville Records and at the time, he was my manager, and he was the manager of, well, many artists, <laughs> too too many to mention. Uh, and uh, he got the idea as a way, essentially, to build up a mailing list so that whenever you have a release coming out, you do a direct mailing to all of these people and tell them to rush out and buy it. And... We got like 10,000 postcards back. I had to figure out a way to incorporate them into the package. And so someone, you know, I don't think that there were, I don't know that there were computers involved. I don't know what they used for typesetting in those days, but someone more or less hand-set every single one of those names. And then they did a process to it to essentially make the image come out by changing the color of the letters. And um, the irony was that a lot of people thought, you know, they did. They, first, first of all, some people wanted to keep the original postcard because it was part of the package. Um, some people thought that we were just goofing with them, or kidding, or just building a mailing list, and we were never going to put the names in the package. So after the poster came out on the Todd album, we got like another twenty-five thousand postcards after that. People thinking that we were just going to do that forever. Wow. And uh, that did, I guess, swell up the mailing list, but it didn't help with the... Uh, uh, but, but no, it didn't satisfy their desire to get uh, mentioned on an album. It's packaging like that that makes me miss albums. Well, it's, you know, I suppose that we could have uh, done it again, but we'd have to make the poster, you know, three times larger than it was before. <laughs> It'd be so thick it wouldn't fit into the album. Congratulations on that. Um, I wanted to ask you about this because between 1974 and 1981, if I count it out right, uh, you came up with 12 records. That's what I'm calling, I, I'm coining this phrase right now, Todd Splosion. <laughs> you were going nuts, man. The songs were oozing out of you of every turn. Well, in addition to that, I was producing several albums a year as well so part of it was the advantage of having our own studio and that there were no sort of 
no real logistics involved. If I wanted to start recording, I just could, like, you know, call up the musicians that I wanted to play, and I said, just show up at the studio, we'll get the work. How'd you find uh, the time for the trappings of uh, the rock and roll lifestyle if you made that many records? Well, you know, we still would go out to Max's Kansas City and get freaking drunk and stuff. <laughs> uh, and during a lot of that period, yeah, we were experimenting with various substances, and uh, that probably uh, contributed to some degree in terms of uh, creativity and ideas, uh, and if not if not results always. Mm-hmm. But um, the... Uh, the the thing that I kind of attributed to, you know, there are two things. One is that we had our own studio and we had the freedom and wherewithal to make records anytime we felt like it, so we did. Uh, the other uh, principal factor was that I didn't have any children yet. You know, I had no family life. My time was essentially my own, and I could invest it entirely in making music. Oh, and living a musician's lifestyle, I guess. And since I've always been sort of more of a musician than an entertainer, I mean, I can entertain, but I started out as a musician and I had to learn how to entertain. Hmm. Whereas, you know, Madonna had to learn how to sing, but she was always willing to take her clothes off <laughs> to get attention. Um, so... Yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of, now, it's not as if I wouldn't be able to come up with a record given a time frame to do it in, but life became more complex after I had a family. I have thoughts and concerns for people who didn't exist at the time. Right. My children, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you didn't have those things distracting you. And uh, that meant that you could just be as maximally creative as as you were willing to. Yeah. Must be uh, handy to have all those tunes in your back pocket, too, I would imagine. Uh, well, I... It's not as if I'm one of the more covered artists. Not yet. And I do have a tendency, as, uh, as most of the hardcore fans know, to not really dwell too much on the past. I'll certainly go back and play some of the older tunes, but the principal, you know, the entree of the show is usually going to be whatever the latest record is. Right. That's what kind of old fashioned that way. <laughs> you are. Uh, that's what makes this. Special and exciting, I would say. I want to ask you about the Healing album, uh, because not the first one you did all by yourself, I don't think, with instruments and vocals, but um, I guess Prince didn't think that up, did he? Well, it, let me see now. The, the, uh, the progenitor, I suppose, the original is Les Paul. And, um, you know, he was doing it when I was just a... Well, I imagine I don't know what he was doing before 1948, but I know that you know I was probably like six years old when he was doing, you know, overdubbing and all this other stuff all himself. Yeah, he was a pioneer. I don't think a lot of people realize that he was a pioneer of multi-track recording. Yeah, and not just recording. He built the damn recorders as well. Right. You know, he's he was uh, the engineer. He was the manufacturer, the producer, 
the the musician and uh and the only difference was every once in a while Mary Ford was involved. Do you um, do you like working that way? Do you uh, prefer it? I I do enjoy it. Um I don't necessarily prefer it. There are times in which I would uh in which I'd love to have the wherewithal to uh you know, to do live sessions with other musicians. But the problem is where, you know, I don't have a, I used to have a studio in upstate New York, which at least was proximate to New York City and Woodstock and other musicians. Uh, when I was in San Francisco, I at least had access to studios that I could use. Um, but since I've moved to Hawaii, uh, even if I did have a studio here, I'd have to fly everyone <laughs> in to use it. And I don't have the same sorts of connections on the mainland. I don't own my studio in Woodstock anymore. The studio that I used to use in San Francisco no longer exists. So now we're back on the meter, and I would have to fly there to do it. So it's hard to find a circumstance in which uh, I can afford to assemble all of these players together and except if we're on the road you know right. maybe I'll figure out a way to do an album while the band is all together on the road <laughs> talking to Todd Rundgren Todd I was wondering it seems like for the healing album the fact that you did everything yourself makes the album more intimate and it's a really personal record it seems to me um, I don't know. Would it felt the same if you had other musicians playing and singing background and stuff on that one? I'm not sure, but again, we're going to find out. Uh, oh yeah. When <laughs> uh, <laughs> we do this for the first time, um, there are going to be stretches of it that are essentially tied to the original. Um, actually, tied to the original recordings. Uh, in other words, there's some things, some certain sort of events going on that we can't reproduce or can't reproduce in the proper sequence without help from some reference tracks or something. So um, there's going to be something of the original in there. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say <laughs> that there's going to be actually more than the original, and the judgment will have to be made not compared, not necessarily compared to the original. It's intimacy or whatever. It's going to have to be reevaluated on its own terms. This particular performance. That record uh, is uh, like a lot of your albums, a theme album. Can you talk a little bit about the theme of healing? Well, it was. Uh, it's there are two aspects to it because in those days, records had two sides. <laughs> and it, it was hard to have you know one continuous concept. Uh, it was uh, audacious enough to expect that people would listen to an entire side all the way through, let alone um, be there to immediately flip it over as soon as one side is, has finished and try and maintain continuity. So... Essentially, you can have a concept and break it up into two chunks. Uh, in this particular case, it's two different concepts. Uh, the first side, essentially, 
is a uh, is a parable. It's a uh, a cautionary tale, I guess, Ooh. about someone who uh, who acquires the power to heal people and what the consequences of that are. Um, the other side is an experiment in therapeutic music, you would say. In other words, can music be um, a contri- contributing factor in the healing process? Uh, and in particular, um, the idea that your frame of mind has something to do with your overall well-being. So the idea there was to just perform a kind of a musical experiment and see whether it would um, have any real effect. (laughs) (laughs) It does. And it had an effect on me just in that doing it, you know, was a somewhat centering experience. Um, But other people have said that under under certain circumstances it does, does have an effect. So... Not that it is the uh, you know the ult- <laughs> the ultimate cure all the cure for cancer or anything like that, but it's you could say that it is a uh, qu- qualified success in that you could uh, be open to the possibility of music having a uh, measurable effect on your well-being. It's quite soothing, actually. Uh, do, did you do any science about? What chords you used, or what key it no, was no, in? I just tried to sort of intuit it a bit. There are long sections of it that are just kind of improvised, really, just a lot of noodling around. <laughs> and uh, and in that sense, it's just you know, it's it's like texture. Uh, it's trying to uh, trying to create a sort of sense of suspension. You know, instead of uh, instead of you know having a kind of recognizable musical structure that it essentially makes you lose track of where you are in it, and you get sort of like the, just a feeling of being in a timelessness or a suspended space or something like that. Spectacular. Uh, one other question I want to ask you just about the live performance of Sons of 1984 from the Todd album. That was also groundbreaking in that you had two different audiences singing along with you on the record. Um, must have presented some technical challenges at the time. And uh, How did you teach the audience that? Because it's not like they were singing Mary Had a Little Lamb, something they all knew. Well, first we had a handout, <laughs> of course. We didn't have a, We couldn't afford giant teleprompters, so we handed out a... Uh a lyric sheet to everyone. I don't recall whether it actually had the melody written out. I'm thinking that it didn't because we didn't expect that enough people would be able to read music. Mm-hmm. So we did have a rehearsal beforehand. Hmm. We would play the sections. We would explain how it went. You know, I would sing the parts. I'd say, sing the part back to me. You know, let's try that one more time. We would essentially go through and rehearse the whole thing. <laughs> and then, you know, record a bunch of takes. And so the ultimate take that's on the record isn't the only take that got recorded, but it is the only take that got overdubbed on when I took it out to San Francisco. 
That's outrageous. Well, really looking forward to the show in Akron, Ohio. I'm coming out there. Terrific. I know. I'm very excited, and uh, I know that your fans are super excited. Are you glad they picked uh, these records to, for you to get out there and play? Well, I'm kind of surprised, actually. Uh, you know, I'm glad that they that these particular records have that sort of weight with them, but you're always expecting they're going to say something, anything, right. any minute now. And, uh, you know, as long as they don't, you know, jump right on the obvious, then, you know, there's some potential entertainment value for me. I think that actually most of the other records that I do are easier to reproduce than, uh, for instance, the album Todd is because mm -hmm. of, you know, all the weird sounds that we have to recapture. So, yeah, moving forward from that and even something, anything are easier records to do than... Uh, than this batch. So I want to figure if we get through this, anything else they pick is probably going to be relatively easy. <laughs> Excellent. Well, uh, do you want to introduce it? I'm going to play uh, side two of Healing on the, the turntable here at KDNK now. Uh, so uh, why don't you introduce it for us, Todd? Terrific. Uh, this is... <laughs> get ready to relax. <laughs> this is the entire... This is the entirety of it, you're saying? Yeah, I'm going to play the whole thing. Okay, well, you know, this is the time when the DJ goes and takes the smoke. This is healing. <laughs> All right, well, um, maybe when I wake up, I'll give you a call. All right. And, uh, I'm so excited. Thanks, Todd, and I hope I get Thank to you. see you out there, and I uh, really right, appreciate you spending some time, huh? All right, take Say care. Say hi to Michelle. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs> what did he mean? This is the time when EJ goes and takes the smoke. <laughs> Did he say EJ or Steve? I thought he said EJ. I don't think Steve smokes. Well, I don't no, know. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does? Okay, yeah, well, whatever. Steve. I think he said EJ. <laughs> that was funny. Did what he? a great was interview that know. was. That's when the DJ, that's what he said. Oh, the DJ. But it could be, EJ's not going to take a smoke during the healing. Hell no. Mm-mm. Oh, not if you're not if you're a good loyal Todd fan. Mm mm. Mm mm. Well, she is. So yeah, we can uh, we can. EJ, we'll say it to you just for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really was a good interview. He got some good stuff out of Todd, but he didn't get Todd to give away any nice surprises that we're in store for. Those surprises will be over on Sunday when everybody splatters on the Internet, but that's all good. I'm looking forward to getting the news out. You know, there's a – we know about the choir, of course. That's going to be exciting for some of the healing songs. The big question is which album will go first. My money says Todd, but I'm guessing. Could I, don't be healing. I don't I don't know. I don't know which is better to – whip people up into a frenzy for the first act and then mellow them out for the second or mellow them out at the beginning and then frenzy at the end with Sons of 1984 or mix it all up entirely. Yeah, well, don't forget Todd has the right to mix it up any way he wants. So you could have the Todd album and then still finish with Sons of 1984 if Healing was the second album he did. He could mix it up that way. That's true. Uh, the Odd men out or odd men out are tiny demons and Tom Hills because they really weren't on the album. So are they first? Are they last? You know, who knows? It's part of the healing album. 
It's anybody's guess on that, too. Right, right. Awesome. It's got lots of surprises for everybody, and they're going to be wild by this show, just like they were last year with AWOTS, and um, maybe even more. I just can't believe it's it's here. It's here. Yes, it is. Let's see, oh Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, four days to the party, five days to the big gig. Crazy. <sighs> I really do. I do wonder if, if now my sleep's going to be interrupted. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Yeah. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm on an adrenaline rush at this point. Hey, I don't want to drive her too crazy, but y'all know Tina Toons. Um, mm-hmm. Tina, her last name's P R A Z E R. Tina Prazer's on Facebook. She's willing to help people out with some rides from the airport. So if you need them, I'm not sure how many people do. So I'm sure she can't accommodate everybody. But she's a local Ohioan. So ah. if you need some help, you know, hit her up or hit me up, and I'll get you in touch with her. Maybe. Right. There's yeah. a there is a Facebook page about. Um, you know, sharing rides, sharing rooms. I, I don't know the link to it at this point. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Okay, we got a caller, 817, you're with us. Hey, it's me. Hey. <laughs> hey. I got, oh, I got a, a facial on. I can't talk. Stephanie. What? I love it's you guys too. so much. Doug, did you get Larry's email? Did I get what? You got to turn your computer down, babe. Okay, did you get Larry's email? Larry... Tag? Lassiter. <laughs> yes, I did. Dumbass. Okay, <laughs> I love you. I wanted to tell Mel I loved her, too. He didn't say that. Oh, I'm Larry. telling you, I have a facial yeah, on. It's it hard together. to Yes, I did get that email. It's very nice. What are you uh, doing, like a mud mask or something? Yes, but exactly. Exactly. <laughs> do you ever do those, Mel? Of course I do. Okay, because I, I, I still got your birthday present, and I'm trying to decide, do I bring it to Akron? Or do I bring it to Grapevine? <laughs> Why don't you bring it to Grapevine? That'd be way better. Oh, I, I can't hardly wait. Okay, I'll do that. I mean, I'm just thinking because I'm going to be listening. Yeah, because you got a lot of lot of stuff to travel with. Okay, I'm hey, ready to listen to some music, y'all. I'm so excited. Stephanie, I heard you were going to cut your hair short for this show. <laughs> Somebody lied. <laughs> Did he tell you I went to get my hair cut? No. Did you? No. All right. Just checking. Did he tell you all I went to get my hair cut? No. I just made that up because you got all that hair. You got more hair than anybody at the party. Oh, okay. Whatever. It's true. I just want to hear some music. We're going to play some music for you in five days. You're going to get to hear two albums. I know, but I'm (laughs) What do you mean, tonight? (laughs) Yes. Oh I love hearing y'all, but I'm laying here with this thing on my face, and I'm thinking music. Okay. Well, we're we're we're, right we're expecting a call from Prairie Prince. I, oh, I know. I saw that oh. on there, and I've got to hear him. So, okay. All right. All right. All right. I, I love you guys, and I can't wait to see you. I'm so excited. Okay. When, when can I bring you? When are you flying out? Huh? When are you flying out? Uh, Friday morning, way early. Oh, way early. I was going to say, you might be on my flight, but I'm not flying out till like, afternoon, so. Hmm. All right, look, early hour's got to go. This is for you, Stephanie, all right? Okay, I love, you, I love you guys. All right, you can hear music she wants to hear. Mm-hmm. 
Stephanie ever learn? That is the million-dollar question. Don't you ever learn? Beautiful. That's going to be really hypnotic. How about that? Maybe that was like our first request. <laughs> like a real radio station now. Call us with your requests. As long as you got the stuff loaded up to the switchboard, I'm good with it. Runger Radio Request Line, 646-716-9262. Right. Still hoping that Prairie gets out of rehearsal and can call. Yeah, I just sent him a text. Um, you know, If he doesn't, the good news is that means they're still rehearsing, which is always good. I think he's on Eastern Time, though. Is Ohio, Cleveland, this Eastern Time, right? Yes, sir. Well, it's 10 o'clock over there. Well, that's God's fine with me. Hard. If they want to rehearse a lot, then that's fine with me. Yeah, I'd rather them do that. But while we're waiting, unless somebody wants to call in and talk about these albums or something about this tour, let's do a little more music. Let's just keep Stephanie going. Uh, Prairie says 10 minutes. She's got a what you got? On what you so got let's going? Do, uh, it wouldn't have made a difference in a gift from Chicago, April 17, 1992, because this is just phenomenal. Oh, yes. This is going to be from the sampler. It's a 10-song sampler. I don't believe it's going to be for sale. I think they're going to have some contests on their Facebook page. This is Todd Runger for Lack of Honest Work Facebook page. That's their first... CD they came out with Todd bootleg series. It's three CD box. Uh, their bootlegs, their, their official bootlegs they call it, but it has some unofficial stuff on it, some of these albums. But they're going to do ten different shows, ten different Todd shows, and this is going to be one of them, this show in Chicago. As a matter of fact, they're going to do several Chicago shows in that batch of ten. Yeah. Check out this version. You're really going to like it. Oh, wait, we got a call. Let's just make sure, and then we'll play that. Caller 423, you're with us. Hey, request line? Yes. Is that love? Best pop song ever. Is that love? It's yes. too short. <laughs> well, that one makes me mad because it's too short. Well, then do the one that comes right after it with it. There you go. Who is this? Heavy Metal Kids. This is Rick Yarbrough from... Bristol, Tennessee. Hey, Mel. Oh, yeah, my NASCAR pal. Yeah, I was thinking about well, you last week. Well, a week and a half ago. Thank you. Can't so wait, much. man. Can't wait. Hey, got, got me a room at the hotel called uh, Saturday morning, and they had one room, and it's got a king-size bed and a jacuzzi was all they all had. Right. So I said, Ooh. I'll take it. <laughs> all right, well, I'll try to get that song for you. Let's play this one, and I'll try to upload that one and uh, get it in hey, tonight. Anything you play, fine, man. Y'all be good. Yeah. All right, cool. thanks, Rick. We'll see you. All right. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> All right. NASCAR. Rick, was it Bristol? I remember. I Five have to agree. It is one of the best pop songs ever, but it's just too short, and that makes me so mad. We're going to play it. Uh, we'll see if Prairie calls in there while I'm playing this one. He said about 10 minutes. That was about two minutes ago. All right, once again, Chicago, 1992. It wouldn't have made any difference. What? Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Yes, I am viable.
And they don't need hawking at the end of that. They just need to play hawking. That would be cool. Probably is on there. All right, we've got a couple calls. Just make sure neither one are prairie. That's not the area code I know of. But 212, you're with us? I'm not prairie. All right, hold on. I promise. I'm I'm Leslie. 816? Oh, Leslie. No, not prairie either. Okay, hold please. All right, 212, you're first. What you got? Well, what I got is I'm a first-time caller, so you guys be patient with me. Um, and uh, I'm really, really excited about coming to Akron, um, a little bit because I'm going to meet you guys because that's real cool, but it's not as cool as here in this show, i got to tell you. So I'm deeply psyched about coming to this show. And uh, I also wanted to kind of tell folks about this blog that I'm doing, which is called Initiation 75, just because, I don't know, that's the name I ended up with when I was putting it on WordPress, and I'm stuck with it. But uh, you guys should be able to remember it. So it's Initiation WordPress seven, Initiation seventy five WordPress dot com, and uh, and I'm writing about I'm trying to write about this about Todd and the music in a way that I think nobody has done before because I think people tend to get into a pattern of kind of telling the same stories from the same point of view, and it's either about how maybe he should have been this really big star or how the music business whatever you know there's just a kind of a line that gets set. And I'm trying to look at things from a different way. And there's so much to talk about and look at that I'm having a really good time. And I think it's worth you guys, if you're interested, having a look. Very good. I'll check it out. It's very nice. Doing a good yeah. job. Yeah. So I've got about five posts up there now. It, it takes me a long time to get around to doing it because I work a real crazy job. And But I think I'm going to be at this for a long time. Uh, and uh, I would love for people to, to, you know, have a look at it and make any kind of comments. I'm really interested in what people think of what I'm trying to do. So that's about it. I'm going to be in Akron. That's right. And I'm going to be there Saturday night, um, kind of depending what time my plane gets there. But I'm um, I'm flying to Cleveland and driving over from there uh, like late afternoon. So I'll get – my plane gets in 530. I'll get there as quick as I can. But I'll be seeing you guys at the bash. Yeah. If you see Leslie, she's going to go, have you read my Initiation 75 WordPress yet? (laughs) There will not be a quiz. Go, sure, let me talk about it with you. Give us the URL again, okay? Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's Initiation 75, so the name of the record and the year it came out, and then dot .wordpress.com. Okay. Bring for the for the uh, party. Uh, you know, I'm trying to get something like that together, but it's probably going to be a lot more uh, homegrown than that. Like, it'll be like mailing labels with that on it and some kind of phrase yeah. to tell people what I'm doing, because, of course, I only thought of this, like, yesterday. But oh. I will. I know you guys are kind of marketing, uh, grassroots marketing geniuses. So, anyway, um, I can't wait to meet you guys at the Bash and see the posters and get a pre-ordered DVD thing going, and I'm just really psyched about the whole thing. Thanks for letting me talk to you tonight, and I'll see you in a few days. Come in sure. yourself, Okay. Oh, okay. Thanks. I'm sorry, mention what? No, I just said come introduce yourself. Oh, 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 of course I will. Absolutely. I mean, besides, I'm going to have a fabulous laminate, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay, I, I promise I will do that. And, Doug, I owe you a beer anyway. Yeah, that's true. Hey, yeah. now, what about me? <laughs> well, okay, I'll, I'll get you, you too, Mel. I'm sure I'll owe you a beer. I'll owe you a beer before the night is over, so sure. Yeah. No problem. Okay, I guess. guys, I'll see you in a couple of days. Thank you so much. Take yeah. care. Sometimes I do some favors for people that, you know, you're not involved in, so you don't get the beer all the time. I don't even like beer. Well, there you go. See, that's your reason. See, now, Leslie needs to bring those flyers because we know people at this party like homegrown, and they love grassroots things, so it works good. And...
they what the fuck flyers, are you talking about? She said she was going to bring some flyers. Oh, I heard you say homegrown, and I got worried. She said homegrown flyers. Okay. It would be a grassroots effort. That's all. I'm trying to make it funny. Forget about oh, it. Get confused. Now, <laughs> the um, Billy James is sending me flyers. We're going to have some of those out at the party as well for the book A Dream Goes On Forever, which we haven't talked about in forever. If you haven't checked no, out this book, haven't. people, I'm telling you. You know who else needs to do to put something, bring something to to Akron is who? Paul Myers. He's got a book coming out. Yeah, I've been trying to tell him. You know, you can only uh, lead a horse to water, can't make it drink. I've told him. Mm. This is your chance. So maybe he will. I don't know. But let's take eight one six. You're with us. Howdy. It's Chris right. Williams. Chris, man, I got to let you run. I got Prairie on the other line, bro. He just okay. called in. But you can Gita. say hello there, buddy. Howdy. Hey. <laughs> hey, Prairie. All right, cool. Chris Williams, sorry, man. Hey. All right, Prairie. Are you listening to me? Oh, uh, okay, I got something to say. I got something to say. Hold on a second. Ready? Yeah. Hello. 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 All right. Oh, my God. Is that the band? Yeah, that was Bobby Strickland and Greg Hawks and Prairie Prince walking across the parking lot from our rehearsal where we've been sweating our food off all day long. We lost Jesse. We called you guys a little while ago and did the same thing, but all we heard was some very, some girl rapping it down about something else. So we, <laughs> he gave up and went to buy some coffee. Ah, good. Yes, he did. In, well, y'all are in Cleveland, not Akron, though, right? We're in uh, Cleveland, yes. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland does rock. And so does Rudden Room Radio. Hey, thank you. How's it uh, how's it going over there? How's rehearsal going? Other than having a wedding. Uh, not not allowed to indulge. But, Ooh. <laughs> but uh yeah. We're working late, always working. We've been working pretty much like at least twenty hours a day, sleeping about four. <laughs> you get That's it. You're getting prepared. Oh Steve over there, Steve uh Schmoller over there cooking you some good food? Oh, we're getting some good food, yeah, yeah. We're good. We're happy. We're happy. How are you all doing? Very nice. Well, hey, we wanted to talk to you. We wanted to get you uh, some input from you about the artwork you did on the Healing Album since we're doing that, the tour this year, the Healing Album and Todd. That's right. So uh, give us some scoop. Uh, well, the scoop is, I guess it was about 1980, is it 80 or 81? I can't remember what year. It was 81. And uh, I hadn't heard from Todd for a while, but he called me up, rang me up, and asked me if I would like to come out and visit him in Woodstock and talk about <clears throat> doing some artwork for the new album he was working on. And I said, uh, of course. And so he flew me out to Woodstock from San Francisco. <clears throat> he didn't tell me the concept until I got out there for some reason. He wanted to, I guess, tell me in person and play me a little bit of the music and talked to me about it, and he pretty much came up with, obviously, the concept. He showed it to me in sort of a little, almost like a little sketches of the three symbols that he had in mind to incorporate for the for the album. I didn't know if it was going to be the front, front cover or the back cover at the time I was doing it, but it ended up being the back cover, but I guess the concept was... Uh, with three M's, music, 
magic and medicine, and the three symbols that related to those three things were the uh, the cadasis, which symbolized uh, the symbol for ma- for uh, medicine, the Kabbalah, which was a symbol for magic, and <clears throat> the cleft music- for music. So. He said, my, uh, my challenge was to try to put all three of them together in some kind of a pleasing uh, visual. And so that's what I came up with, what you see there. And I did it all in uh, with uh, an airbrush acrylics on, a, <clears throat> on some kind of a canvas or you know, an illustration board or something like that. I have no idea what happened to the uh, original artwork. Oh, no. Really? No, I mean, I just passed it off to him and or record company or whatever, and who knows what happened to it. Mm. Anybody well, out there know what it is? Let me know. I'll buy it back from you. <laughs> what would you do with it? Make T-shirts and sell them at the show. Yeah, <laughs> I think somebody's already done that. I've, I've seen the... Uh, yeah, I have, I have a feeling. ...many times on shirts and different things. But, you know... It's, yeah. Uh, let's see, what is that? Well, who did the, who did the, the image that you guys have on the website? Bill the, Bricker. Who's that? Bill Bricker that did the uh, product. Yeah. Bill Bricker, same one who did our A-Watch shirts last year. Yeah, I kind of like it. I like the uh, I like the DNA thing hooked up with the snakes and the keyboards and stuff, uh, the keys on it. I thought that was pretty cool. It is cool. I like That's going to be the T-shirt. I like that. Year. I wish I would have thought of that. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's going to be the shirt. So you'll, uh, you know, see a bunch of people wearing that on this tour, I think. Okay, well, maybe you'll give me one. Yeah. Maybe he will. I tell you what, Terry, right. I hope that you, know, really that you know. guys have all your rehearsing done so you can come to the party Saturday night because I think you will will like um, maybe a cake or something. Ooh, cruise your mouth. Telling secrets. I might be. Um, Saturday? Yeah. Okay. What day is that? <laughs> oh, that's the night before? That's going to be a big night for rehearsal. September the 4th, Saturday, party in the lobby. Well, you know, okay. it'll run late. It'll run I'll come. Late. I'll be there. I'm going to wear my special DNA snake outfit. <laughs> that is Mel, by the way, on the other line. She didn't hear you ask. Hi, Mel. How are you? Hey, baby. How's it going? Hi. Good, good. 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 You, you yeah. guys, it's like you're having a good time, good. though. I keep, I keep hearing you clear your throat. Are you illing? <clears throat> no, I'm not illing. It's just it's been a long day. I don't know. I'm getting old. What am I going to say? <laughs> well, are you... Um, <laughs> you should say you should hear Todd. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't do that to us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he sounds good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Everybody does. Is he? Have you seen him play piano yet? All day, every day for the last three days. Oh, really? Interesting. Oh, yeah. Wow. And he even whipped out the guitar today for the first time. Cool. Sounded good, too. Yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> now, do you like these albums? Were these some of your favorite Todd albums? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, Todd's albums, are all, all of them are my favorites, but I'd have to say that Todd and Wizard Two Star probably were my favorites, but... <clears throat> Since I did the artwork and kind of got a little bit personal touch for healing, I definitely listened to that song a lot, or that that album a lot. 
And my favorite song on the album is Golden Goose. <laughs> really? Yeah. Cool. Well, you're going to be having to work extra hard on Heavy Metal Kids, I think. I I have been, yes. I've been working working up a sweat. Yeah. And, you know, but I wanted to get back to the Golden Goose. The drum set that I'm <clears throat> that I'm using on this tour has actually got Golden Geese painted all over it. Really? You know, it's painted by a friend of mine in Bali. Awesome. The whole set is golden color with uh, with <laughs> ducks and geese and stuff all over it, flowers. Pretty cool. <laughs> I have to wonder if anybody's going to be laying eggs on stage, you know? Uh, <laughs> well, we may be laying a couple. We may be laying a couple. <laughs> but there's not too many. There's never too many eggs. Well, now, you do the custom drum kits. You had somebody else do one for you, huh? Uh, yeah, this was actually, um, I went over to perform in Bali. <laughs> And the composer of the, the Gamelon Orchestra that I got to play with, his brother, no, his cousin, was a fabulous painter, and I had these little drums with me that I took over there. And uh, I commissioned him to paint. Well, I asked him to paint chickens and waves, but he ended up painting geese and ducks <laughs> because chickens don't go near the water. True. But he didn't under he didn't understand it, so he painted ducks <laughs> and geese and stuff. <laughs> we'll, we'll get the idea behind it, though, I think. Yeah, 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 not a problem. <laughs> so it's a golden goose. It's a golden goose set. The golden goose drum kit. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, tell us a little bit about this. Uh, my record fantasy camp. I know you were involved in it with the, with Mickey. And, yeah. Uh, what, what's the deal? If Todd fans gonna like that to go to this thing? Is I think. I don't, I'm not sure if they're going to go to it, but if they do, they'll love it, I think. Yeah? I haven't really gotten a, t- a chance to talk to Todd about it yet. But uh, my experience so far with it has been nothing but uh, positive, and the people that are running it seem, you know, really professional, and they're very concerned about the well-being of the fans, obviously, and the people that are putting up the money for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, just really, you know, laid themselves wide open and just, you know, gave... Gave these people like a great experience for like three days. And you, you and, have, they have a good huh? studio out here. It's a pretty cool studio. They have a really nice studio in Sacramento, and they have a few really nice restaurants where we all went and ate dinner and nice. <clears throat> had had jam sessions like three nights in a row. And it was really a cool experience and for people that wanted, you know, really want to. Uh, Indulge in a recording experience. It's it's probably the ultimate. I haven't been to any of those rock and roll fantasy camps or anything like that. That's more like production and stuff. This is this is about you know recording a record. Yeah. And it's an audition. It's like a, it's a little bit like an American Idol. You know, There's, there were I think twenty twenty three people that signed up for this one, and they all auditioned. Um, Mickey Dolans was the you know the main judge, and then the record company guys were sitting on a panel, and I was the drummer, and I had to play with uh, a guitar player named Jeff uh, Tamalier and bass player named uh, Stu Ham, who's um, bass player for Joe Satriani. So we were sort of the rhythm section, and played. <coughs> Pleasant Valley Sunday about 30 times while these guys auditioned. <laughs> Did whatever they wanted to do. You know, they could sing, they could play drums, they could play guitar. Wow. Well, now we and heard but, we huh? heard there was a, a a lady that kicked serious tail on the drums. Are they going to use She did, totally. She totally did. 
and uh, she got to play drums on the track. Yeah, but that was happy. Why did you get she did. Why, 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 Mickey? Are you? Did you? Were you a monkey at one time? <laughs> Do you know him? No, no. I just was called because I needed a guitar player, and he and he asked me to come in on on the deal. And so I went with pretty much unknown what to expect, and was pleasantly surprised when I arrived there. And uh, it just was really a great experience. I hope I hope Todd, uh, you know, takes it with in stride the way Mickey did. It was pretty cool. Excellent. Well, hey, Perry, we thanks for calling in, man. we got like 30 seconds left. And, uh, All right, man. Good to talk to you guys. I can't wait to see you and uh, party on Saturday. Yeah, we'll get to sleep. Soon. Bye-bye. Party on. Party on. Party on. See you All right, bye-bye. All right, see you then. All right, bye-bye. All right, everybody, bye-bye. it's Perry Prince, drummer for the tour, and has a Golden Goose drum kit. we got Scoot tonight. Good stuff. Yeah. Todd's been practicing on the piano, apparently, three days. We're going to see you guys before you guys hear us on the radio again. Yeah, that's it. Sonsof1984.com. That's the place to be. <laughs> yeah. Right, Let's wrap up this show. Let's go here. Right. Oh. <laughs> There's Barry. It's just because you love us, and we love you too. Mwah. There it is. Peace out. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Rundgren, and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. You are the friend of the